Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, and this is day eight of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We begin this season by hearing the truth about our sin and the limits of our own powers. We also hear the great promise of God's steadfast and abiding love for us, the amazing grace of God that has saved us in Jesus Christ our Lord. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. A reading from Romans chapter 5. Today we'll look at verses 6 through 12. So also David pronounces a blessing on those to whom God reckons righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one against whom the Lord will not reckon sin. In this blessing then pronounced only, is this blessing then pronounced only on the circumcised or also on the uncircumcised? We say faith was reckoned to Abraham as righteousness. How then was it reckoned to him? Was it before or after he had been circumcised? It was not after, but before he was circumcised. He received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith, while he was still uncircumcised. The purpose was to make him the ancestor of all who believe without being circumcised and who thus have righteousness reckoned to them. And likewise, the ancestor of the circumcised, who are not only circumcised but follow the example of faith that our ancestor Abraham had before he was circumcised. This section of Romans 4 picks up where yesterday's reading about Abraham left off. But we will not hear this section read in worship this week. Our Romans reading on Sunday will pick up instead at verse 13, that is, just after today's reading. 
So what we just read together is what is in the gap in our assigned readings for worship this weekend. So when you come to worship, you'll hear the second reading, and you will not even notice, unless you look at the title, that something has been skipped over. Because in worship, we're going to still hear Paul talking about the righteousness of of God being reckoned to us according to faith and not to works, with Abraham as that example from Scripture. And all of this will continue without this detailed talk about circumcision. And yet, this part of the argument, this part of what Paul is saying, is at the heart of what he is teaching us about the righteousness that comes to us through faith, apart from works of the law. It is faith in God's word and promise that that, that makes us righteous, or that, that, that gives us God's righteousness. God forgives our sin, removes what separates us from God, and declares us righteous because we believe God's word and promise that comes to us. And not because of anything we have done, not because of anything we have done even in response to God's word, and certainly not because of a privilege of our birth. We are made right with God because God is gracious and merciful, a grace and mercy that we receive by faith. Circumcision was made a sign of the covenant between God and Abraham and Abraham's descendants, and it was a sign and a seal of God's promise and Abraham's faith and trust in that promise. As Paul argues, a a faith and trust that was already there even before the covenant was made. So it is not a sign of the covenant, but it is instead the faith that cements the relationship that comes first and is therefore open to all who hear God's word and promise and put their trust in it. Now, by faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ, all people are welcomed into a new and renewed and redeemed relationship with God. This relationship is not just for those who have been circumcised, not just for Abraham's descendants, according to the flesh, and not just for those who do what is prescribed by the law, but it is faith in Jesus the Christ, the Son of God. It is through Jesus that God fulfills the promise that God made to Abraham when he said, you will become the father of many, the father of a great nation. By the Spirit, Paul leads us to see that this is a nation of people who have been justified by their God, by their faith, a people who have believed the word and promise that God proclaimed in Jesus Christ, the people and nation that Christ has gathered to himself. There is more that Paul has to say about grace, about faith, about what we learn from Abraham, about God's promise, about the inheritance we receive as part of God's people. We'll hear more about that tomorrow. But for today, it is enough for us to just simply hear this good news, that for the sake of Jesus, God has forgiven all of our sins, and believing that proclamation, we can rest in the peace of knowing that we have been made right with God before we even get up and do anything today. Maybe that's the beauty of gathering here for morning prayer. Here we are reminded before we have done anything in this day, that God has come close to us in Christ and given us everything that we need, including this resurrection dawn, this new day 
of life in Christ. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning, we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for those who are sick or struggling in body, in mind, in spirit, for the grieving, for the mourning, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace. 
and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life. For you are merciful. You love your whole creation. With all your creatures we give you glory. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, forgives us all of our sins, strengthens us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit keeps us in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.